0: Hey everybody! Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Jacob, and I'm Ian, and this is the Jacob and Ian podcast. Um, today we have um, something pretty spooky. The scariest topic. I, of all. I would say the scariest. I think so too. Also, would you, this is this is the last scary. It is kind topic. of the last scary
1: topic. Okay. Over. Yeah. Be a something different for next episode. So.
0: Right. Um, but it's failure. Talking about failure. Failure. Very scary. Epic fails. Hmm. Um. What is what is that? a would people still say epic fail like uh, that's that feels epic like fail very, bro that
1: feels like very pre like early 2010s of you to say like it's <laughs> like
0: i'm i'm on my myspace page yeah. and i'm just posting pictures epic of fails epic videos, videos. Fail. What, what is
1: the other sure. one uh imager is that is that still a thing is that a that's like where you post photo it's like where photo i don't know what or like do how to describe what it what is it tumblr yeah or reddit <laughs> Reddit. Reddit. It's like a
0: meme yeah. uh, subreddit or something like that. Yeah. I know you're a big Reddit fan. I have a Reddit, yeah. Yeah. I would love to have a Reddit, but I just, I get too enthralled. <laughs> I get, I get too, like, <laughs> I love it too much. So once yeah. I start, I can't stop. Yeah. So I have to get rid of it.
1: Yeah. This is where I get my sports from now. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it makes it easier. Well,
0: but. like for music and stuff, like, I would love to be on a music subreddit mm-hmm. just because you can talk to all these people yeah. about drums and music or whatever. Anyway, sidetracked. Uh, we want to start this episode off with a uh, little question. I want you to tell me, Ian, and I will reciprocate this. Okay.
1: Your biggest fail. Okay. Epic fail. <clears throat> so, when I was thinking about this beforehand, knowing that this question will be asked, I thought two things. One one that just happened last night. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, in our uh, intramural game, dropped a wide open touchdown pass that Would have won And this is your what flag football? football. Yeah, dropped wide open touchdown that would have won the game. Huge upset. Um, yeah, we hadn't lost all year, and we lost (sighs) the first round of the playoffs. It's because Georgia lost because of that. It's just been a bad week for. If you've been keeping up with the podcast Instagram, you know we've gone very self-deprecation on sports. Sports. Um, and I'm all in on that. Now,
0: listen, I have never been so involved in a football game than I was. On, Sunday, or on Saturday. Really? I was at work and I was just bored out of my mind. So I was like, oh, the Georgia game's happening. Let's check the scores. Yeah. I checked it. It was, what, 17-10 and there was like a minute and 45 left in the yeah. fourth and I was freaking out and then we scored <laughs> and I was freaking out. I was watching every play yeah. and we lost. It was, it was a terrible experience. It was a sad, sad time. Game. I will that, not lie. That was an epic fail
1: on Georgia's part. That was, if I think there's definitely some Georgia players who would definitely say that's their 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 fail
0: now i know you go to a class with some georgia players yeah so i know you are a, a huge advocate of mm-hmm. spreading the word of this podcast <laughs> yeah so if Obviously. you are on the georgia football team and you're listening to this podcast right now <laughs> what the heck man <laughs> i'm kidding i'm sorry you're great you're super talented <laughs> Please do not come for me
1: or this podcast. Yeah.
0: Okay. Definitely not me. Uh. Yeah, well.
1: But, <laughs> um. Oh, so my, uh, but okay, that was half joking, not mad, that's not my actual biggest fail. Okay. My actual biggest failure was, and some of you will know this if you've been a part of my past life, because some of you might've actually witnessed this, mm-hmm. Um. but it is my senior year. It is graduation. You trip am, and fall. No. Oh. Worse, actually. somehow. Worse. Um, and. I was student body president So I Had to speak at graduation so uh-huh. Speaking in front of people all the time I love doing it And I'm I'm standing up there I'm supposed to intro The whole thing Kind of welcome everybody mm-hmm. Um And then introduce The next speaker Um And now I was Supposed to pray <laughs> And you throw up All over the microphone No Oh Uh Still worse actually Um I forgot to pray You forgot to pray I I welcomed everybody had a whole like written out speech (laughs) and introduced because they had told me hey you don't have to write down any prayer if you don't want to and I was like I don't want to write down prayer so you forgot because you didn't write it down and so because I was just reading from the paper and I didn't have the prayer written down I just didn't think about it kept going you're just zoned in so kid you not the 2018 LCA graduation is the only one in oh, its history man. where nobody <laughs> prayed. <laughs> like, there was no prayer at the graduation. And I'm, if you're, if you're uninformed, I went to a Christian, private Christian yeah. school.
0: LCA's, Loganville Christian Academy.
1: And there was no prayer at Loganville Christian Academy's 2018 graduation. So, solely because of were me. Were
0: people, like, giving
1: you looks? Like No, there that, was, was, that was a thing. Yeah, you forgetting we, something. went the whole time. And then after I, after we'd finished, we're all out in the field, Everybody's standing around. Mm-hmm. Um, the one lady, Miss Gina, she came up to me and she was like, You know, it was my last graduate. she was her last she always like helped run graduation and stuff. Yeah. And she said, Well, you made my last graduation special and I was like, Oh what, really? How? Did You forgot to pray at it and I was like, Oh my gosh, I am so sorry, Miss Gina oh my gosh. <laughs> I well, feel terrible. Well, I think I think the fact that you she- forgot and you didn't
0: remember to do it until she said something yeah it wasn't even across my mind I think that's good because if you were doing it and you were walking off stage and then you remembered and you came back up and prayed then it would be a little awkward because you're like I'm already done but like everybody
1: kind of thought and like the worst part was it was on the program that they give out like everywhere like everybody's holding this program and it says Ian Snell introduction and prayer and Ah. they only got half of what they came for
0: that's too bad but they yeah they wanted the money back. You had to refund sixteen people. Tough. That's no, a lie. That I was just kidding. You didn't There's have to do too that. many people at LC's graduations. <laughs> okay. Let me tell you. Uh well, for me, for me I think. Uh, my biggest fail. I got a lot of them, especially in my uh, my wee, wee lad yes. years. Yes. When course. I was two feet tall. Um, not really. I was. I played a lot of baseball. I play a lot of soccer. Mm-hmm. I, I played a lot of football.
1: I did baseball.
0: I was a, uh, I was. Oh, what do you call him? Jock. I was a. I was a. You were kid a jock. jock. Definitely. Okay. Definitely an athlete. And, um, I was playing. Okay, so all right, there's two of them, and they both involve sports. One was I. Uh, so this one comes with a redemption story. I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before. I think I've told you, but I was playing, uh, at City Pond in Rockdale for the Red Sox, okay? Mm-hmm. And I played center field because that's all I was good for was catching mm-hmm. fly balls. Anything else? ground Grounders? No. Went right through my legs every <laughs> single time. Catching the ball in general is just horrible. I could not do it.
1: A fly ball, but fly yeah. balls,
0: I got them all day. I was nice. showing people up. I was like, nice. this is how you do it. And it was it was late at night, okay? I was getting kind of tired. It was a slow game. No one was hitting it in the outfield. It's we, it's we league, so no one was yeah. hitting it hard yeah, anyway. of course not. No. Um, but I was center field. I was pulled up a little bit. I was like, I wasn't too far out. And I got a fly ball right to me, okay? And I saw it. I was still a little asleep because it was late. So I, was, I woke up. I was like, oh, okay, here we go. And I get right under it. And for some reason, there's a hole in my glove, okay? And it misses, hits me right in the center of the forehead. (laughs) I knock, I get knocked out, I fall on the ground. (laughs) I'm like, I go down like a rag doll, and I'm, I'm just dead. I'm like, I was so confident, like, oh, I got this, no problem. went right through my glove, at least that's what it felt like, and next thing I know, my coach is like grabbing me by the shoulders, and shaking me, screaming my name, saying, Jacob, are you okay, and I was like, what are you talking about, and uh, I was still in a daze, and he woke me up by saying these few words to me, Jacob Duncan, if you're alive, can you smell my fart, and I was like, shut up, (laughs) get out of my face. But they got me up, and I went to go sit down. <laughs> wow. Um, and then the, the the redemption story, the redemption part to this story was um, it, there was an out. So it was two outs or whatever, and then we switched, and I was next up at bat after oh, this incident. Okay. I think that's so, where it's going. Well, just hold on. Okay. So I was like, I can't do this. I can't, I'm, I'm in pain. I just got knocked out. Like, yeah. my dad was like, no. Probably legally
1: shouldn't been able to. My dad,
0: he, he was like, no, you're not doing that. You're better than this, son. Okay. And he talked me into it, and I went to go bat. This, this dude threw up like a straight, what do you call it? Fastball. Fastball. Right now in the freaking middle, okay? I ripped that thing nice. so hard because I'm, I'm pretending it's my dad's face because he was, like, being <laughs> mean or whatever. I smacked that thing so hard Right down the middle, right to the pitcher's chest. Okay, oh. he catches it. Oh.
1: Yeah. And Darn. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's life. And yeah. baseball. That's baseball. Baseball's a great great way to look at life.
0: Oh, my gosh. That was the worst. Big, it was like a double whammy fail. Yeah. Um, um, But
1: I had another one, but it's it's not as good. So I'll just gotta, we'll stick with that one. I'll just forget that one. Well, you know, they say about baseball, you know, baseball is the only sport where you fail like seven times out of ten and you're still like really good you know, oh really? Yeah, I've never heard that. As if you get like three hits out of ten at bats, you're like supposed to. You're a really good hitter. Oh, so like baseball is a really good failure. You know, so it's funny. It's you so said something yeah, so about it's baseball. like if you are a failure, you should play baseball. That's why. What play. you're trying to say? Yeah, that's why I play baseball. Okay, <laughs> see that makes sense now. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> uh, so all right, so we are we are talking about failure today, and um, we're really we're gonna be focusing a lot on just like this idea of how we seem to as a culture and just people, just in general, everybody, whatever age you are. Um, we seem to be scared of like failing people, failing, Mm -hmm. failing people's expectations, failing our own expectations. Um, and seeing what the Bible says about that, obviously, and what, um, we, we can take from it and how we can learn from it and how we can realize to me how like unimportant a lot of those things that we fail at mm-hmm. are um, and why they're really not super important. Would you agree? Yeah. And I, I think what you just said is uh,
0: really kind of just hit me all at once when you said failing at your own expectations, like having, having failed someone else's expectation, that's disappointing. Yeah. But failing at your own expectations is like, at least for me, that hits hard like when you like expect yourself to do something, yeah, whether that be like study for a test or something, and you just don't do it, and yeah. then you feel the repercussions of that, and you mm-hmm. have no one else to blame but yourself, yeah, that hurts, and it's it's something that I mean it is inevitable. You have to deal with it. I mean, you are you are going to disappoint yourself and disappoint others sometime in your life. It's not going to be a regular thing, I, at least mm-hmm. I hope not, but um, it is going to happen, and it's your choice to determine whether that's going to be fatal to you or not. So failure is, is something that happens, and you just got to deal with it, and it's just your choice to decide what to do with that failure, either make it a learning decision or a learn uh, something to learn yeah. by or something to just destroy you by.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think like yeah. you're like everything we do in life like requires failure at some point. Like you're oh, never gonna sure. start. You're never gonna start off doing something and be perfect right away. And you're never if you're good at something, you're never gonna get it right every single time. Um, so like it's always something that's happening and occurring, and it's something that we've all had to go through to get like where we are today. And um, you know whether it's sports, music, whatever whatever hobby you have to go through failures to get to be the best like I think you ask anybody um, or to even just be good like you have to you, right. have to you have to fail like I think that's what's the hard part about failure is that we all don't want it to happen but like we also know it's going to happen and it has to happen but it still is when it happens it's still scary like mm-hmm. you still hate it to have to go through it yeah
0: and some people look at other people who are really good at something yeah and are like <laughs> They never do anything wrong. Yes. Like, Why is this guy so good? Yeah. At what we he look does? at the finished product, yeah. and we're like, "Why is that not us?" But well, you don't understand you're that not. everyone goes through that process yes. of of trial and error, and and then perfecting that craft, mm. whatever it may be, yeah. whether it be like what like taking a test or yeah. uh, having a perfect schedule throughout the day. Mm. Like this guy has his life together because he yeah. does this, this, and this throughout his day. Yeah. Why can't I do that? Well, he did that because trial and error, and mm-hmm. he was very determined and dedicated to get to where he wanted to be, yeah. so it's your choice. To and it's
1: hard that. just because, and I think part of this is, a lot of this has to do with social media, but I mean, just in general, too, like, it's, we don't usually see the process from people that are good at something, like, we usually just see the finished product, and we're like, oh, like, that's what we want, like, why can't mm-hmm. I be like that, but, like, we don't see the process that went into that. And that's where we struggle is because then when we're trying to accomplish whatever that thing is, when we fail, the people we look up to, we think, Oh, well they didn't, they don't look at them like they're, they get it right every time. But we, we struggle with seeing that process of becoming complete and become, becoming all together. And I mean, I think that's why it's so scary for us to do.
0: Right. And also think of it on the opposite side too, because I think, not only that hurts having having uh seeing someone who has it all together and have something a perfect product whatever it may be and not having that that's one thing but seeing yourself and knowing that you have this ability and then not doing it so for instance say uh okay uh take peter uh for example in the bible okay Peter was one of Jesus's closest friends. He was with him this entire time. He had no reason in the world mm-hmm. to do not to deny Jesus when he was dying yeah. on the cross. He had no no reason to do that at all, but he did. Yeah, and if that doesn't just bring the biggest amount of yeah. like weight of failure onto Peter. I don't know what is. Yeah. So when applying that to your life, knowing that you have this standard that you need to uphold and then you yeah. failing at that, maybe not intentionally, but ending up seeing yourself failing at that, that is also inevitable. You're going to mess up even though you know you're better than that.
1: Yeah, and I think Peter is, I mean, Peter's just the best example of this in the Bible, I think. I think we'll, we'll talk, about, we'll hit on some other characters too, but mm-hmm. Peter is the best example because you, you have this guy who, like Jacob said, is probably, from what we can tell in Scripture, Christ's closest friend like on earth, like the person who is closest to him, who you see Jesus talking to the most throughout the gospel, and he commits the biggest failure blunder, mm-hmm. arguably in the whole Bible. I mean, I mean, he just completely whiffs on this three times in a row within a span of how many minutes. And uh, after he does it, you see, I forget which gospel it says this. I think it's, it, might, it might be Luke, but it, Jesus, like, makes eye contact with Peter. After oh, the yeah. third time, he denies him. And Peter looks at Jesus, and he realizes, like, right then what he's done. But the coolest part about Peter, and I think what we can kind of apply to us, is even in things where maybe it's not an explicit, like, failure of God, more you know, but failure of tests, failure of... Uh, activity, whatever is that Jesus comes right back to Peter and mm-hmm. he comes right back to him after it, and after the crucifixion and the resurrection, Jesus tells Peter You're the rock where i'm going to build how I'm going to build my church like Peter ends up being this the cornerstone of the whole early church movement, and even though that he failed this massive massive thing, mm-hmm. Jesus still comes right back to him, puts trust right back in him, and says, no, like, I'm I'm still with you. Like, you're still the shepherd of my sheep. Like, you are where I'm going to build my church. And I don't know, I think that's really cool. I think that's mm-hmm. something that, even though maybe our situations are not us explicitly denying God three times with the rooster crowing, but I think that that's something we can see where it's like, hey, just because you messed up this one thing doesn't mean that Jesus isn't coming back to you and is going to keep putting you in situations where you can succeed. like.
0: Yeah, and this this story of Peter is something that we kinda just gloss over. We just like, oh Peter yeah, denied. We talk it. about it so oh, much that it gets kind of watered solid. down.
1: Yeah, watered down.
0: Um and also you said uh like Jesus came back to Peter, which that's wonderful and amazing that God has that grace. Um, but Peter also had the decision to deny him again. He had he could he could have made the decision that I I am worthless. Yeah. I did this, so I have no reason to be around you anymore. Mm-hmm. He made that decision to not let it yeah. defy him.
1: Cause you, yeah, because you look through Acts, and it's mm-hmm. full of Peter standing up to councils, full of people who want to deny Jesus.
0: incredible for, for Christianity. Yeah. He, he, he laid the foundation yeah. for everything. Literally,
1: he was the first church. I mean, yeah. the first church was centered around... He gave the first ever sermon after Pentecost, mm-hmm. like... Peter was the man and that, even despite his failures like yeah because they happen like they're going to happen like that's just and I mean you even look earlier too um in Peter's story when Jesus walks on water and he brings Peter out with him Peter is able to stand on it for a moment but then falls into the water and Jesus tells him it's because you didn't keep the faith in me mm-hmm. and so I mean you see like it wasn't a one-time thing like Peter had failed before, but again, Jesus just keeps coming back to him. And I think that's really, really a great way for us to look at it with our failures when they happen, because they're going to happen, but Jesus is going to keep coming back to you. Like, it's not like he's going to give up. If you have that relationship with him, he's going to come back to you and give you the opportunity.
0: Yeah. Um, and another, another example of this, um, other than Peter, um, would be like just a little further back, uh would be Paul. Paul yeah, yeah kinda
1: yeah, kinda the same time. Paul
0: yeah. lived his life before he met Christ, his horrible, horrible mm-hmm. life of killing Christians, he mm-hmm. him thinking to himself that it was righteous to do so. Mm-hmm. Um but he ended up having his life completely turned around. Mm-hmm. And throughout his ministry he did not let his past defy him Mm -hmm. he did not let his past failures and past uh, mistakes defy who he was um and also um david and bathsheba he had a standard to uphold of being king and he let himself his heart get away from him Mm -hmm. and he failed yeah but none of these people in the Bible let it defy them. None mm-hmm. of them. So when you read these stories like uh, like David and Peter and Paul, don't see it as a story of this person did this, now they're not mm-hmm. this. Apply it to your life and say like, how am I like Peter? How am yeah. I like Paul? How am I like David? In that this person had a standard to uphold. Yeah. They, they failed at upholding that standard and they bounced back. Mm-hmm. And they didn't let that, that failure just crushed them and make mm-hmm. them change their ways because they had yeah. this one one little thing that happened yeah. because God's grace is good and abundant and you aren't in in control of yeah. your life so mm-hmm. just let that let God be able
1: to control that aspect mm-hmm. of your life yeah i mean paul paul talks about that we're God is this potter and we're the pottery and he's mm-hmm. molding us and shaping us and like there're going to be times where it doesn't look like anything makes sense. We've, we're constantly falling short of things of what people are saying about us, what we want to say about us. But like God is still sitting there molding you this whole time. As long as you have the faith in him, like he's sitting there crafting this, creating this um, picture for you and it's your life. Um, but we just get so caught up, I think, because I mean, again, I think part of this is just how, culture is viewed nowadays with social media in a lot of aspects, but like we only see the perfect good in a, the best a lot parts. of people. And we just see the, the colored up and the edited whatever, but we never or very rarely see this process that has to be gone through to get to that. We think it's just a one snap thing where we're there. But it's not that. And it never has been that. But um just we're we're just in this stage of culture where it's like, oh, everything just happens and you know, I just snapped my fingers and I was Mm -hmm. rich and famous. It's like, no, like that's not how anything happens. Like you fail and you fail and you fail and you fail. And eventually it'll work out sometimes, but sometimes it still doesn't work out. Like, and that's, that's okay too. Mm -hmm. Um, because I think that's the, that's the big thing for me when I look at, um, school or just sports like that. Sports are really teaching, I think a great lesson through that recently with the state of Georgia um, Mm. and how they've been failing. But, um, Like, these things don't really matter, like, in the long, when it comes to really true, like, affecting our well-being and our relationship with Christ, like, failing that test isn't, like, the end-all be-all say of your life, or um, screwing up something in a game, or, you know, missing a note in... Band, i don't know right hey
0: you keep doing that that's good (laughs) good analogies right there um
1: i'm not as strong with my band analogies (laughs) missing a note (laughs) uh (laughs) uh, like but those those things just happen but are they really like affecting the long run of your life like no like if you're not good at school like that's okay i mean you can't Mm -hmm. do anything like there are a lot of people who i think would look back and we would say like they weren't really good at school but I think they still ended up working out, doing things, you know, um, because God can use you in different ways. And I thought about how um, I th- we talked about, I think we talked about this a couple. Yeah, we talked about this Holy Spirit episode. Like we all mm-hmm. have different gifts that we're given. And so like when we try to do gifts that we don't have, even if we like or have to ha- try to do them, you know, whether it's school or something like that. But when we try to do gifts that we don't have, like, yeah, we're going to struggle and we're going to fail at them. Because that's not what God has given us. But with our gifts that we do have, even those, yeah, we may fail a couple times with them, but we have to be able to use the gifts that we do have. And don't try to, like, be perfect at everything because we're never going to be perfect at everything. Mm -hmm. Um, Right. But we just have to figure out what that is that we are good at and practice that skill, hone that skill, and use that for the glory of God. And, like, those things that maybe you're not as good at and that you're just failing constantly at, like... Yeah, maybe eventually down the line. I don't know. I'm not God. Maybe that is your gift. But if you keep failing at something like that's okay. Like that's that happens, and it just means that usually if it's something like school like that, like in the long run, like you're not defined by your 60 in chemistry or whatever mm-hmm. science. <laughs> Going with that philosophy of
0: of that, I always put it in perspective of like if I fail a test. I look at it and I'm like, "Am I gonna remember this in two months
1: or in three yeah. months?" I couldn't tell you one. I don't remember. I mean, like it happened, but like mm-hmm. I don't remember the things like I failed at. Yeah, in school, like it's was not that big of
0: a deal. People are like, okay, school, yes, is important and passing your classes. I'm not trying to downgrade any of that, but I think we put a lot of yeah, unnecessary un- <laughs> we put a lot of unnecessary pressure on ourselves on not failing all the yeah. time when in reality it's like you're not going to know everything yeah. all the time okay like yeah. you're going to fail deal with
1: it yeah. you know so Unless, yeah that's not a call to you know not try or have effort no in no your no, no please try your best the bible very very much says whatever you do work heartily for the lord so still give effort give your best effort in those things and you know give the glory to him but we're just not going to be great at everything like that's yeah. just not how life works um there's only one person who was and mm-hmm. he newsflash he died on the cross for you because you weren't perfect Um, right so um and that's the person you trust in um jesus is who we're talking about that's who we're oh um, oh okay yeah okay that was jesus sorry i was
0: i was just i was picturing me but for some reason yeah that's weird weird. okay (laughs) really weird but yeah uh to tie it up we uh i want to ask you one more question then we'll uh Talk about two verses. Actually, let's talk about the two verses first, and then I'll ask you.
1: Yeah, I was. Yeah, I meant. To, I was about to relate that one verse back. Do you want me to read it the first? Uh. Part? Well, yeah.
0: Um. First, when I was uh, when I was researching or when I was uh, like typing up what we were gonna talk about, um, I didn't want this podcast to end up like um, the woman at the well podcast, like we did a couple uh, weeks ago. Like, doesn't matter how messed up you are, God still wants you or anything like that. I wanted it to be something where you're going to mess up. What does the yeah. Bible say about when you mess up? What do you yeah. do?
1: And not because those things aren't true, mm-hmm. because they are true. We just...
0: We just wanted we to just hone in on a specific topic. Yeah. And I found there's obviously... there There's a lot of verses that talk about this, but I found two that really pertain to what we're talking about. And one is a psalm, and uh, the other one is in 2 Corinthians. So go ahead and read yeah, that. Yeah,
1: so psalm, psalm 73, 26... Uh, it says my flesh and my heart may fail but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever uh, that's the ESV um, and I, I mean I really love that it's in it's in a worship song um, that some of y'all may have heard um, but it's, it's so true like our, our flesh and I like how it says our heart too like our mm-hmm. heart's gonna fail us sometimes but and it kind of goes along with our flesh like those things are gonna get messed up and we're gonna screw up those things but like what matters is that when we find God is the strength of that mm-hmm. and when we allow him to kind of be the stronghold. And I think this goes for everything, but it's just so true. And it's something that really changed my life and how I live is I, I can't physically try to do everything on my own. Like that's just not going to work. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this is super true with failures. Like if I just sit and wallow in that failure after it happens and i I try to think of ways I can get myself out of it and get myself feeling better. Like it's never going to work. Like it's never going to be right. Mm-hmm. But when things actually change or when you let God be the strength of it and let God take you handle through it. Um, because he's the only, I mean, like we said, I mean like Jesus died on the cross because he was perfect and because we're not. And like, that's why when we fail at things like they are okay because mm-hmm. Jesus already died for us. Like we're not expected to be. God doesn't expect us to be perfect, because Christ was already perfect for us. Like that was the whole point of. Amen. Him.
0: That's that's a good word. Thanks. I think we should do a uh, like a month on Psalms, or I think we should talk about there's so the many Psalms. Psalms. I know, and they're all really really good. They are. And I I have someone told me about some reading plan to read a Psalm a day, and it yeah. would end at a certain point. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, we should talk about it. We should talk we about should. Psalms because it's just really good. They are really we cool. good. We haven't really we haven't really quoted Psalms that much in no, the podcast. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, we should do we it more. Should. It's good. Um anyway, the second um the second verse is uh second Corinthians twelve, nine and ten. Um, this is Paul or
1: Yeah, it's Paul. Yeah, yeah. It, it is
0: Paul. It's <laughs> Paul. Um but he, he says, Um, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness, therefore I will boast uh all the more gladly of my weakness so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. So, I mean that's
1: yeah, so he's yeah. he's quoting Jesus here and um he's saying that in this in this moment he had he's coming all he had this vision pretty much um and Christ kind of took him on this like journey in the vision and he he tells him that my grace is sufficient for you my power is made perfect in weakness. And like what's that saying is Kind of like what we just said about the cross is that Jesus's grace that and God's grace that he has given us allows our weakness to be made strong. And if we try and if we just let our failures be our weakness and then try to fix it ourselves, they're going to say weaknesses because we just can't possibly do that. We know that um, we've talked about before on the podcast that when we try to be righteous, like we're never going to be able to do enough because we're just we're not able to be, make our own selves righteous. Um, But Jesus dying on the cross made us righteous. And so since when we have that faith in him, that means that we're made righteous through him. And so what he's saying here pretty much is when we fail and when we have these weaknesses, we have to run to him because he's the only way to make it back strong. He's what makes our fountains Mm. back full again. Um, Because without him, if we're just trying to do it on our own, then we're never going to be able to make that weakness into a strength. We have to be able to kind of come to him, and have our strength found in him. Which, again, it kind of relates to Psalm seventy three, where he's yeah. saying that my God is the strength of my heart. It's yeah. kind of the same thing here. So, I mean, I would
0: take out of that: don't try to hide your failures.
1: Yeah, I think mean, that's definitely true uh, too. Wear
0: those, wear those on your sleeve. Don't, don't go out one one day and be like hey, I did really bad on this. you yeah. want to see? Don't yeah. like
1: do that. But yeah, but I mean, he said, I mean, Paul, he says, and he talks about this in a couple of different spots too in his letters, but he says, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Uh, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecution, and calamities for when I am weak, then I am strong, which sounds like a major oxymoron, but um, what he's saying is, you know, we're made weak through Christ, and so when we are weak and come to him, he kind of fills in those gaps and makes us strong again. And that's something that Paul is super, super, um, just hits on a lot is like, I only am going to boast in the things that I am weak about because that's where Christ is found. Like the things I'm good at, like, it's hard to, you know, say that for Christ, but, mm-hmm. and well, I mean, we should be able to boast in, and give the glory to God, but he's saying that we can't forget about those things that were weakened because that's really where Christ is found and where Christ elevates that weakness into a strength. Um, So he talks about too, like I know, um, like we know that Paul had like some type of like illness. We don't know what it was, but he was all, he talked about this in his letters that like he had some type of hardship that afflicted him. We don't know exactly what it was, but he says that like, that, like, helped make him strong because Christ was able to live in that You think that that was an
0: inspiration for him to write certain things?
1: I think so. I'm trying to figure out where... I forget where exactly he says it. It's in one of his letters, but people, like, said don't know if he had, like, an eye problem or, like, a a writing problem or something like that, but, like, something Mm -hmm. he says, like, afflicted him that, like, would have been a hindrance if he didn't give it to God. But, like, he gave that um, hindrance and disability to God, and God was able to use that strength. And, I mean, like, everybody knows Paul. Like, Paul is one of the greatest... um, men of all time yeah um, and I think that that was like you're too uh, important you can't, yeah. you can't be so dying he, on me he just gave that to him and God was able to use that weakness sure to show his own name which is well, pretty cool cool uh, that was my Bible closing
0: um, we're going to wrap it up uh, I meant to ask you this question but uh, we wanted to say in the beginning what was one thing that you
1: aren't good at but you wish you were Singing, singing. You wish you were good at singing. I wish, yeah. Why? Because people tell me all the time that I can't sing, and I just wish I could prove them wrong one time. Just one time, so you like just belt it out. Well, no, I mean I want to be able to have a continuous ability to sing. But would you, would you have a band? No, I just want to be able to like, (sighs) like, like now the people I sit next to in church, like they, they know me, and so they don't, Mm -hmm. they don't really care. But like I want to be able to just like if I went to a new church or something, and like I started singing worship, I didn't want the person next to me to be like.
0: Excuse I'm, me. Can you shut your mouth? <laughs> <nowhere on>. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so that's really my goal. Oh, I feel that. Yeah.
0: I mean, for me, I think I'm really not good at any sport at all. There's not. I don't think there's one sport that I I can say that I'm good at <laughs> at all. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying. I'm actually racking my brain trying to think of anything that I'm just. I'm not. I would love to be just athletic yeah. because people who are athletic, they're they're fit and they're really. uh really fast because we all know that whoever's the fastest in your class is who, who all the girls like you know that
1: yeah I was Did pretty you know fast so. yeah
0: so you know, like in elementary school <laughs> it's like whoever was the fastest that's yeah. who the girls liked yeah I remember the person who was the fastest was Garrett Maynard and I I don't care he's not gonna listen to the podcast but I didn't like him he was fast <laughs> I wanted the girls to like me I want to be the <laughs> fastest I want to be the most athletic and I want all the girls to look at me because Yeah. I'm fast
1: well, that's maybe funny.
0: that's that's a that's it's a bad motivation. Funny, <laughs> yet,
1: I'm the sport person, and you're the music person, and we really just we want to want what the other person. Yeah, is. We want the other person. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Right. Uh, Jacob, you had a, you said you had a fish tank for me. Oh too, yeah, on okay. The podcast. All right, so we're so. gonna
0: end this end the podcast off on a fish tank. This is completely unrelated to anything that we are talking about uh, this podcast. Um, but Ian Snell, I I think we, we talked about it before. I think briefly I asked you. And I'm not embarrassed about this anymore, okay? okay. I was embarrassed. I was ashamed to admit that I like the show because I was scolded by my family of men. Okay, I like Downton Abbey. Okay. Downton Abbey yes, is a great show. And I think everyone should watch it. If you like drama, if you like... uh, it's, Yeah, it's really just drama. Scandal. If you like scandal, mm. if you like uh, uh, war. It has it all. Okay. It's great. It's set in the 1920s. It's all in England. It's super, super intense. And I think if you, if you like drama, you should watch it. I mean, Um, I know you said you like the crown. I'm
1: fully supportive. Yeah. I was about to say, I'm fully supportive of that because I watched the crown and I can't wait for the crown's new season to come out. in like like a couple couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, so you should watch the Crown too. So yes, I fully, fully support this. So there's the movie. Have you seen? Are you gonna go see the movie? Okay,
0: so I'm on season six right now. Okay, I'm on like episode four, and okay. there's, like nine episodes. So okay. I'm assume, I'm hoping by this week, by Friday, I'll be done, and I'm gonna go see the movie. I think. Uh, but yeah, I know you are. I know you're supportive, so so I'm not really selling it to you. Mm-hmm. I'm I haven't it, watched it, though. so I mean, Yeah, so you will, though.
1: You like, I, I would like to prob- open I'll probably to end it. up watching it, yeah.
0: But I'm really talking to the people here, yes, okay? For the all people. these people who you don't people. know what Down Abbey is. Don't come
1: after British history. Yeah, They make good TV shows. And
0: don't come after me for liking yeah. Down Abbey. No, you shouldn't. I it's agree. not just a mother's show, okay? No. So, I mean, it's intended for that, but that's okay. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Um but yeah that's all I really had to say that's good I, I just that's would good. like to come out of the closet and say that I really like that show awesome that's
1: good to hear yeah well I think that's all we have today um, we we will be back next week anything else you think of Jacob Um, no
0: this is the last spooky episode we'll be doing
1: yep um, not super spooky next week not so. very spooky
0: next week um, hope you enjoyed it I
1: hope so too yeah I did. Um,
0: I guess um, I'll see you
1: next week. I'll see you next week. Catch you on the flip-flip. Catch you on the flip.